Hi there, it's your friend John here. Today's podcast comes with a trigger warning as we will discuss fertility and miscarriage. Our intention is to share our personal stories to hopefully provide education and support for any couples trying to fall pregnant. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please don't forget to rate and follow on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you're potty trained. Now, on with the show. This podcast contains information about health and medicine, but it is not intended as a substitute for personal professional medical advice. Remember to consult your healthcare providers for information for you and your partner that is specific to your situation. After all, you shouldn't take medical advice from someone called daddy. Hello and welcome to Call Me Daddy, a podcast dedicated to elevating your game to hot dad status or big puppy energy. Through discussing modern dad challenges that school forgot to teach us, like how pregnancy hemorrhoids are a pain in the ass, or today's topic, we're trying for a baby, or alternatively, oh shit, we're having a baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Well, Dave, I would ask you how you're going, but for those listeners at home, I asked you that already. <laughs> it was about an hour and a half ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, when we recorded this podcast for the first time. Exactly. So uh, for, for the, the listeners- deja vu, actually. <laughs> yeah, I know. That was how the first potty went. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, actually, do you know what's, you know, what's lucky? Because that file got deleted or whatever. It means that I didn't get to tell everyone that every time you come to my house, you use my toilet for a shit. <laughs> So you've, you've dodged a bullet now. The listeners won't know about it. <laughs> well, they will now. Thank you. Oh, that's right. <laughs> There's no getting away. Is no. your file going to mysteriously disappear again after that? I think I might get rid of the first minute or two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, classic. Don't worry. I'll just get you back. It's fine. Mm. I know where your toilet is. I think it's actually your fault because you bring me over at 9am after my second coffee. So, <laughs> you know, you that's deserve it. Yeah. Do you know what? I was thinking at one point we should actually do this in the afternoon where you can hear like the crack of a beer. I think we need to. Yeah. Yeah. It's a dad not. podcast. you got to have a beer. Exactly. Yeah. Forex more... Gold or uh, no, bitter bitters you, yeah. I'm still on the bitters. Yeah, mate. Crazy. Craft beer shit. Oh, that's debatable. Yeah. Look, I mean, there are some that I'll have, right? Mm-hmm. I like, I'm not, I'm like Stone and Wood's not craft beer in my opinion. It's a beautiful, delicious beer, but like yeah. it's not craft beer. Like, you know, when you go to your mate's house and he's like, oh yeah, this one's supposed to taste like Asahi. And it yeah. tastes like more like motor oil. Yeah, I never got around the mango beers. Nah, or neither. Or any of those flavoured beers. No. I like beer-flavoured beer. Always exactly. have. Ever yep. since I was a uh, three-year-old. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's uh, what you're going to talk about in your um, what dads didn't teach us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So those listening for the first time, this is episode two of Call Me Daddy, uh, the podcast where we discuss things all parenting. All things parenting, I should yeah. say. How to run a household. How to run a household from changing your baby's nappy to running your household finances. John. Yes. What are we talking about today? Well, we're talking about a few things. So obviously we're going to have a chat about trying for a baby mm-hmm. and how that works for a bloke. Okay. Now, logically, you've, you've got about a two second run. Uh, at to start, that's what you know happened. Yeah, you might me. push out to five seconds. You might push it to five seconds, yeah. depending on how tired you are. <laughs> um, but essentially, we're going to have a chat about what it's like to plan for a baby and what it's like not to plan for a baby. Because uh, in this very room, we've got two different uh, <laughs> two different <laughs> yeah. stories. Um, but yeah, so why don't we get into it, Dave? Because um, how did you go? So yeah, we, my wife and I weren't planning for a baby, but yep. we we weren't not planning. So, essentially, we'd been married for, I think, 12 months 
and we'd gone to the point of not using any protection but yeah. not tracking yeah the menstrual cycle and when the best time was to get pregnant because we're probably still six months away from that yeah um and yeah first ever time not using any protection ever <laughs> the, the golden bullet you might say <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we were lucky enough to yeah conceive our beautiful yeah. Maeve. So yeah, very lucky. Um, I think it came down to a lot of genetics. So I'm one of four. Yes, yeah, um, yeah. Both my parents are one of four. Both yeah. the Bree's parents are one of four. Yeah. So yeah, mate. Um, a bunch of sharpshooters. A lot of you. Exactly. We're one of the lucky ones. <laughs> so yeah. Oh my god, um, that's not too bad, mate. Well, well done. Thank you. Right, first yep. go. You can't, can't complain with that. No, definitely not. Um, what was it like when you first? Actually, I w- wanted to ask you this. How? What made Brie like just decide? Was she like? Did you just get a feeling one day? Oh, so Brie hadn't used protection for a while. Yeah. Uh, like contraception. Sorry. Yeah. Is that's that protection technically? Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, she'd been off it for years, actually. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so the ball was and in your court. The ball was Shit, in my court. Shit, you're a modern family. Yeah, I know. You're doing your bit to equalise that. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, yeah, just um, got lucky. I actually yeah. mistimed the the menstrual cycle. <laughs> so I, I thought we were nowhere near ovulation, but, yeah, um, yeah we were. Well, we're going to learn a little bit about the we menstrual will, cycle. We will, we will, yeah. Because it was important to me. So, like, for Renee and I, when we were uh, trying. So we got married and Renee chose to stay on the pill up until the wedding date pretty much because yep. she didn't want an, uh, like an acne breakout. Yeah. Right. Cause the thing is like, you know, it, historically speaking, the contraceptive like responsibility seems to fall on women. Like I know we use like, you know, there are condoms and stuff like that, but like for the most part, there's no like male pill that's been like sold properly, which by the way, I'd take like I'd, if, if they would, I'd be happy to take one. I know it's probably device. If there wasn't, if there wasn't any major, you know, Side yeah. effects. Definitely. Yeah, like uh, mood swings, uh, like <laughs> blood embolus, uh, all those things that women have yeah, to deal with. Know. It's an inter- like it's an interesting it is an interesting <laughs> Like we're both on the same page, right? Like the, the thing is it's um it's not the best like setup at the moment, but like my wife had been on um uh, almost in protection as well. My wife had been on the pill like since she was ba- basically hit puberty, right? So the thing is, like, you know, a lot of women are put on for it for acne or for just equalizing mood and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but obviously, Renee wanted to stay with that vibe until uh, the wedding day was over, and then we stopped. And then after that, like, what, kind of like you were just um, swinging for the fences, so to speak, um, through caution to the wind, and it took us about two months to fall pregnant the first time. Um, we unfortunately miscarried the first time um, at about week eight-ish, which, like, is a terrible thing and, like, potentially we might do a podcast on how to deal with that as well. But, like, um, you know, it happens to one in three people. I think sort of being from a medical background, we could sort of externalise it a little bit or, like, just, you know, segment it so we can sort of get through that. But um, we decided to have a DNC, which is a dilation and curatage or dilatation curatage, depending on who you talk to. Same thing. It's an operation essentially where they go in and clean the uterus out. Gotcha. Now, um, the first part of that, the dilation, that's dilating the cervix, right? So for those of you guys who haven't brushed up on your anatomy and your wives haven't set you straight yet, right? you've got like the canal, the vaginal canal at the end, you've basically got what looks like a donut, yep. right? And that's the cervix, right? And that's, of- that's what the uh, midwives will talk about during labour when it comes to dilation. Yes. It's the cervix that's Good getting point. dilated. Yep. Yeah, because the thing is you need to be dilated up with 10 centimetres before, yep. yeah, before baby comes out. So... The thing is, when you do a dilation and curatage, obviously you need to get into the uterus, so you need to manually dilate that, which they do it in the operating theatre. And when they do that, 
it's essentially more likely for you to uh, for the sperm to get through. Right. Right. So your chances of falling pregnant are much higher than at that point. Right. So we went through that, and unfortunately, Renee had like a post-op infection, which like caused a small bit of problem. Um, and it just sort of like postponed trying a little bit longer. So I don't know if we missed that window, but then it took like seven or eight months after that to still fall pregnant. And it was just like, it, it was so stressful. Starting to get stressful. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, don't get me wrong. Like I know people have tried for much longer than that, but like, you know, when you have a, like a small amount of knowledge, like it, it gets so stressful trying to lead up to it. And like, we started to try and control things too much. And, you know, we were trying to time the menstrual cycle to an absolute T. Yeah. Um, which became, which became problematic. But on that note, let's just talk about this quickly because I don't think like a lot of blokes necessarily have uh, either retained this information, whether they've been told it or not. Um, I don't know how much they've retained it. So what what's the first cycle or the first stage of... So you got the follicular phase. Yeah. Which goes for 13 days. Yeah. In the cycle with day one being the first day of... The, the onset of the period. Onset of the period. Because, correct. right, that doesn't feel right because you'd imagine it would be like when period the period cleans Ends. up. Yes. So you could <laughs> you could potentially get I very, could or you could. <laughs> someone yeah. could potentially get confused. Yeah. And is that thinking, how you ended up with your first child, Dave? Potentially. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so the thing is like the first phase starts obviously at the onset of the period. Yes, okay. correct. So... Ovulation then follows on day 14. Yeah, and how, how long is that period for? Well, that time ovulation. frame inside the period. So is 24 hours. Yeah. So ovulation is the egg yeah. being dispatched. So I've got ovary. 18 to 32 hours in my notes. Oh, uh, apologies. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, but, I mean, egg, 24 hours is right down the middle, so you're forgiven. The egg survives for yeah. 24 hours. Yeah, I, once I guess it's released. What it yeah. Yeah. So there's a bit of leeway here too, right? There is, yeah. But I don't know about you, but like um, as a younger lad, like I was just like terrified of getting someone pregnant like yeah. before we were ready. And I was just like, you know, just thinking like I'm like if I look at somebody wrong, they might get pregnant. <laughs> and then when you actually start trying and it's like going for months, I was like, oh, I thought it was like this yeah. could happen so easy. Like don't get me wrong, like people, you know, get lucky or unlucky, however you want to see it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, sort of <laughs> fall pregnant very quickly. But yeah, definitely. Yeah. I and think then, we, we probably need to mention that every girl's cycle is different. Yes. So it, on so average true. it's 28 days, Yeah, but not necessarily. Yeah. Each, each woman's going to be slightly different. Yeah, and there are medical things like dysmenorrhea, which right. is like dys meaning like the same uh, prefix to the word dysfunction, so yep. like, you know, uh, irregular. Yep. So in a regular period, like that's quite normal. So there are, we'll talk about them all a little bit later, but there's are awesome apps, right? Like Flow's quite good at tracking and all that Flo kind of stuff. Good, if, yep. Yeah. Um, and that can be like another another thing. And look, also while we're saying this, like we've just gone through two of the three stages now, but like this is a basic rundown for blokes. This is like yeah, uh, very high yeah, level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> period for dummies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, so after the ovulation phase, which is like the release of the egg, which is when you know you're in that phase of fertilization, we move into the luteal phase. So luteal phase is like it, it's one of two things, right? Is the um, uh, egg fertilized? Then it's all about implantation mm-hmm. uh, and making a very comfy environment for it. And if not, it just sets off the the period. So then, the, when the period then begins, the first day of period, you then start again at the follicular phase. Yeah. And I don't know if we mentioned it, but obviously, ovulation's the date, the day, yeah, that you're most likely to get pregnant. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And. Obviously, because each pregnant, uh, each woman's cycle is different, 
Um, usually you're the most fertile within the three days prior to ovulation and then yes. ovulation dates, you're the most fertile. Yes. Yeah. yeah so that, that's your window. Yeah. Um, and there's ways to like measure it too. Hey, piss sticks. Yes. Right. <laughs> so like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to talk about this again. The ovulation tests. Yeah. Right. So you can, the well, not you, it's going to not do much of you do it, Dave, but <laughs> hypothetically like you're, but you know, whoever's listening, your partners, they can pee on a stick yep. and it will test to see if they're in the ovulation phase, right? By checking some of the levels in the urine, right? Hormone levels in the urine. So that way you kind of know where it is. And it's like a good guideline, hey, but like to be honest with you, like as somebody who's been in that position where like you start to get a little bit too clinical about it, like there's nothing worse than being rushed into the very clinical behavior. Yeah. There's, there needs to be a bit of uh, sort of like romance to it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Have we mentioned the day that you guys conceived? Obviously you, you've mentioned the I'm- history and whatnot. But I'm fairly certain it was my birthday, uh, my 30 plus one, where I'd had quite a few craft beers, exactly. believe it or not. Nice and <laughs> We actually went to a craft beer brewery. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Hates craft beers, go yeah. to a craft beer brewery. Love it. That's still beer, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like we had, we were doing behaviors in our life to like optimize like our health, yep. you know, for uh, conception. But at one point, like one of the things that we found was like most optimal was just like reducing stress. Okay. Yeah. But we'll talk about this in a minute, like a little bit later. But I think what's probably more important to do, like now that we know sort of the phases is maybe talk about planning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we know, we like, we've now know what the phases so we plan essentially where we where somebody would try and um like fertilize or not so just say have sex why does yeah. it feel weird saying try, try and fertilize no one says that no try and fertilize <laughs> have you ever said that to conceive conceive is the right word conceive yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm gonna try that with renee i'll be like oh, are you interested in fertilizing <laughs> oh classic okay cool so now the planning's done uh then we move on to falling pregnant Okay. How did you feel when you found out? Tell us a story about how you were told, by the way. We both it was pretty simple. Wives. It was pretty simple. I was actually working from home oh, yeah, one nice. day and um, no idea that Brie was feeling potentially pregnant or really? had even bought pregnancy tests. Yeah. And I think I was eating lunch and then Brie just calls out Dave from the bathroom. <laughs> so, you know, I waddle going, you are all right? Because, yeah. you know, she sounded pretty, not distressed, but... Yeah, you know, emotional. And yeah, if you're emotional in the bathroom, like that's never a good sign, is no, it? No, no, not at all. And then there was the um, positive pregnancy test. There and you I go. thought she had COVID to start with. Because, <laughs> you know, right yeah, yeah. COVID, but um, nah. no. That was it. Way. No no big surprise. It was just. Look, to be honest with you, um, so my wife had been, we'd had a few pregnancy scares before. And so, like, I remember I was playing golf one time and, like, Renee was at home, like, freaking out. She's, like, texting me about it. She's like, oh, I just tried a pregnancy test because I was freaking out. I was like, don't, like, then text me about it. I was like, yeah. I was like, oh, God. But one day, funnily enough, I came home from golf and Renee's like, oh, I bought you a present today. I was like, oh, because she's a gift giver, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is another, like, we'll talk about That's this. That's a right? love language. Gifts, crap. Yeah. Gifts are rubbish. <laughs> okay. This gift was okay. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, so she actually gives me the food, the food box, the shoe box, yep. right? And I open it and it's got like the wood wool, whatever that stuff's called. Mm-hmm, yep. um, and it's like shredded paper. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. it's like a little baby onesie and under the baby onesie is like another stick that she'd peed on, which I was like super surprised and really happy with. But like if I'd never been offered a stick of pee <laughs> and felt good about it. Was it in a Ziploc bag? 
No. Ah. It was just like out in the open. So like I like I gotta be honest with you, like I felt like ick about touching it. It's been in the top drawer of the baby's room for since forever. In a Ziploc bag. No. Ah. How's it all in a Ziploc bag protected? <laughs> From the to protect you or protect to us. protect us? Protect them? us, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have, like, you can get so sentimental about it, but like you know, by the end of it, you peed on that. Yeah. I've, ne- I've never kept anything else I've peed on before. No, neither. <laughs> Maybe some bed sheets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, don't chuck them out, especially if you've got a good thread count. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Thousand per inch, roughly. Bed count. Yeah, Red potentially. Count, Look, I mean, I'm not. Maybe you should put this in dad hack. I'm nowhere. I'm not around a, a bed sheet. Really. Like I mean, I use them. I'm not yeah, like yeah. A, I'm not a fucking savage. <laughs> Sleep on like the floor under a box. Yeah. No. Um, no, like I definitely use sheets, but like I don't. I just would Kmart sheets. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm fine no, with. There's that. nothing better than really good bed sheets. Really. Bamboo. Perfect. Uh, yeah. Maybe you've got more sort of like. Get around it, John. Yeah. Maybe you've got better continents than me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so like when sorry, back onto finding out about being uh, being pregnant. How did you feel? Like after, like, so f- fair enough, like shock sets in, it's like quite exciting. Yeah. What'd you do the next day? Oh, I don't know. I, uh, <laughs> Classic. Yeah. I was setting you up for this. I don't remember <laughs> yeah. what I did either. No, no way. When, um, when she first told me, I was obviously very shocked and it's, um, it's quite daunting, but, um, I think I went straight into like problem solve mode, mode yeah. like typical engineer going, all right, what do we need to get sorted? Let's make a list. Yeah. What do we need to buy? Let's save some money, work on our budget, that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What are the main purchases? Do we have to renovate the house for anything? Yeah. Just automatic action yeah. rather than thinking. I reckon mail nesting is something completely different. Oh. Do you reckon? Yeah, big time. What am I not going to have time to do when baby comes? And yeah. I'll do it now. Yeah, like me, yeah. I painted my windows. Yeah. <laughs> they look good. Thanks, mate. <laughs> yeah. we, Renee and I always argue about this. Like, if we're going to have, like, people come over or whatever, she'll, like, be in the kitchen, like, making food and cleaning the house, and I'll be like, oh, yeah, I've just got to mow the lawn real quick. <laughs> yeah. I'm out there, like, sweeping leaves up or something <laughs> yeah. that, like, she reckons I don't need to do. Yeah. And I see it on TikTok, too, and I was like, you definitely should have a neat yard when, you, when your mates come around. Oh, definitely. you got to. <laughs> uh, look, to be honest with you, like, when I found out, like, it wasn't, lo- like, long in my life just almost, like, resumed as per normal. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, it, in my mind, I was preparing myself, but for like a good six months of the pregnancy, like, it's not like my period's changed. No. My period stays the same. <laughs> yeah. Right? I'm not feeling sick. No. I'm not feeling tired. I'm not like, Renee said this to me after my 30 plus one and I was hungover from the craft beer. Yeah. She said that, like, um, actually not back then, but I did remember that one particular time, but like, I was quite hungover after having beers. And she goes, like, oh, I just feel hungover. All the time. Yeah, she's like, right. oh, it's She basically said, like, feels like I've been hungover for, like, eight months at this point. And I was like, that That's miserable. Sucks. Yeah. That sucks. And then here I am just, like, outside, like, running around in the backyard, going out and playing golf. <laughs> yeah. Finding whatever hobby possible. Living the dream. <laughs> yeah, 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 Still exactly. doing it now, mate. Yeah, Even yeah. Even though Lawson's here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Renee's in the other room. The baby's crying. I'm just in this room <laughs> podcasting. For the second time. Uh, pretending to be a good father. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, but no, crazy. you're right. I think guys show it in a very different way. Um, yeah. You know. And did Bree get frustrated that you, like, didn't have the same, you didn't bring the same level of intensity? Um, She didn't vocalise it. Yeah. But potentially. Did she internalise it and then use it against you? <laughs> yeah, passive-aggressively <laughs> yeah, later yeah. on. Yeah, probably. Um, nah, I, I think she understands me as a person, I'm not going to be openly yeah. emotional towards it. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, guys just show it in a different way. Yeah, big time. Yeah. And like, I would argue that I'm probably more like more prone to show emotions than like other men. Yeah. Um, but I'm probably on like the the more emotive spectrum side of things. But like, um, even Renee was like getting frustrated. She's like, "You don't even really care." And I was like, "I cared lots." Yeah. But the thing is, like, when I told you, it was like, "Oh yeah, so Renee's pregnant," and you were like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Okay, so what are you ordering?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. What, what what steak are you getting? Is Congrats, it medium mate. rare? Move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, like you know. I just feel like as a black, like it's re- it's an awesome thing. Yeah, but you don't necessarily dwell on it. No, um, I think it it probably changes once you've got a kid. Yeah, it means more as a as a dad. Yes. when your mates fall pregnant. Yeah, you actually understand what those emotions are. Yeah, because I had friends of mine fall pregnant like like fairly fr- uh, recently. Fr- yeah, fairly recently, like yeah. but quickly after we did. They're about halfway through gestation now. Yeah, and uh, when they found out, I was like, "This is it's so awesome, great. isn't it?" Yeah. Whereas before, I was like, "Yay!" You're probably happier than when you found out. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. guys were pregnant. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, because uh, yeah. you, you just understand the joy of it. Yeah. You, so you know what they're in for. Yeah. Like in a good way. Yes. You know. Yeah. But we're like we're going into weird territory here because I I reckon people said this to us in the beginning because you know how we said like in the first podcast we were like oh we never had like a huge overwhelm of emotion. Yeah. Like the emotion like slowly gets there and like now that I've like bonded with my kid more like I like my kid way more today oh, than I did time. three weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though he was a massive shit the other night. Yeah, right. Yeah. Speaking how, of how's massive- it been actually? Dude, good. Let's quickly touch on it. Yeah, yeah. It's been really good. So um, we just have been going with the flow. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. Had a couple of things a bit worrying and like you've got to like almost got to stay off TikTok. Like yes. there's always somebody that's saying some negative shit and they probably don't even have kids. Yeah. So like it's not a good source of information. So every so often we've had to like check ourselves and be like, oh, you know, are we doing the right thing? And yeah. chances are like we just fall back on is he peeing, pooing, yeah. crying, eating? Yeah. And does he have if a he's healthy? Great. Yeah. Yeah. And if he's crying and all of those boxes are checked and it's fine, then there's nothing you can do. Yeah. Yeah. Pop the. It's normal. Yeah. Put some earplugs in, exactly. and just roll with it. But it's been good. Like the broken sleeps are uh, like a bit cumulative, but it's not like it's honestly a lot of people sort of the doomsday prophecies were like, oh, your life's going to change entirely. Yeah. Here I am sitting doing a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's because I've got an excellent wife. Who knows. <laughs> Um, okay, so sorry, what were we saying just before we spoke about that? We were talking about the... I think... Um, yeah, being a bit more relaxed. And so yeah. almost like that different approach to nesting. So what did you do like in the lead up? Did you do anything? We'll expand on this in another podcast, but just broadly yeah. speaking. Apart from like the usual buying stuff, yeah, like pram, cot. Was that driven by you or was that driven no, by No, that wasn't else? driven by me, right? <laughs> so... <laughs> I wanted to do it last minute. Oh, I can't wait to have pram chat on this because I still disagree on the pram that we bought. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'm. Yeah. You have the same pram as us. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's good. I wanted the cheaper one. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, nah, so I think all I did was essentially get the yard ready. <laughs> we we yeah. didn't have to renovate the house or anything. We had we had a bedroom ready. Yeah. Um, In my have- mind, I see you getting like the um, the old piss stick, but saying positive and you just go start the mower. Up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Better oh, give this a to be a dad now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nah, that's, um, yeah, we didn't have to do much to the house. So a lot of it was getting the budget ready. Yeah. Like our finances sorted. Oh, big time. This was um, me to a T. Yeah, that, that's what really hit home for me because like, yeah, we've bought a house, but- yeah. Like, as soon as you have kids, investing and stuff gets a lot harder. Yes. So I was like, all right, let's just try and get all that sort of stuff automated now. Yeah. Especially before kids are in school and they're yeah. pot- potentially paying um, private school fees. 
Yeah. So I, I want to get all that stuff more. sorted first. Um, and we'll go into that in a bit more detail later. But um, yeah, that was pretty much it. Budget. Yeah. Invest and lawn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, there was stuff. So like um, one of my 6,000 hobbies is like handyman, John. So like I ended up painting heaps of bits of my house and yeah. like yep. set up my home office because I knew I wanted a space that like Lawson could be in sleep obviously while I'm working and like all yep. that kind of stuff just to make things a bit easier on Renee and all that kind of stuff. Uh, obviously painting the windows, that was unnecessary, but I just wanted to. Um, but yeah, like there was a lot of that kind of stuff I did and then it got to the finance. We'll do a personal finance podcast as well. Yeah. Uh, but I just wanted to know that like when baby came along, I didn't want to be surprised by bills. No. I wanted it all like pre-sorted Yeah. Um, so that like nothing's, uh, there's not too much of a surprise. Yeah. But and you if, know. if you're like, just had a baby or you're about to have a baby and you haven't sorted your finances, I don't think you need to stress because for the first, if they're breastfeeding, for the first six, yeah. 12 months, there's not much. Yeah, dude, I was so scared about this. I thought they were going to be like a, like they, my son was going to be that much of a uh, like financial drain. Yeah. Like he rips through nappies, don't get me wrong. That's, Very proud. But that's pretty much it. Yeah. Nappies and if you are using formula, formula. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For the first six months at least. Yeah. 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 So like it's not that hard to like, you know, once you've done that, like it's probably just a sleep deprivation. If you're not somebody who's like attuned to numbers like me, like uh, it it probably requires a bit more concentration. But yeah, not too bad of a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So don't be stressed if you're in that point. No, you can definitely sort it out while you've got baby. I do highly recommend though, like at least doing your budget so that you know that yeah. like no bills are going to give you like a shitty surprise. Yeah, definitely. And but, obviously you need to afford all the stuff pre-baby. Yes. So got to consider all that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so it's funny, like I don't know if my wife thought that that was me caring. I don't think she saw it as that. Yeah. Because okay. like she, because it was in opposition to what she was doing. So yeah. like she was like, oh yeah, we have to buy um, this expensive pram. <laughs> uh, she's like, we have to, uh, look, it's fine. It's, it's a good pram. Uh, but she wanted to buy that. She wanted to buy like an outlet. She wanted to buy, oh, which we'll talk about. Outlet. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the SATS monitor. The it's Oh, like, yes, yes, yes. It, says it goes around their the, ankle. The, yeah, the yeah, oxygen yeah, yeah. saturations of the baby is so that you'd like, dude, we haven't even used it. Yeah, okay. I know some people do. We got it because, like, you know, if you are one of those people who like to watch your kids sleep because you're freaking out a little bit. Yeah. Um, I mean, we more on the side is like it's his job to stay alive, and like yeah. you know, we just do sa- like good sleep hygiene for him and safe sleeping and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but we don't use that. But you know, other things that we got like the cot and like all that kind of stuff, we kitted all that. But Renee was like wanting to spend money. Yeah. Uh, get all these things. Yeah. Feel comfortable. And I was like, stop spending money. I'm doing the budget. Yeah. <laughs> and like. A lot of that's if you're going to have a baby shower, you're going to get a lot of gifts. Oh, big time! Heaps of books, clothes, yeah. whatnot. So I reckon just wait till that. Oh, by the way, too. Like, sorry, we're going on a mad tangent here, but if you go to a baby shower, don't buy clothes. No, that's a no-no. I like books. Yeah, yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, love them. <laughs> yeah, oh, I think that's a good present. Books. Oh, 100%. It's, it's more personable. Yes, yeah, yeah. You can write a little note in it, stuff, and like when the kid can read. They can then read your note. Exactly. It, uh, yeah. it works out well. And like, I'm like real about the educating, but we've gone down a rabbit hole. Yeah, we have. Let's, okay, let's okay, get back on track. Pull it back, pull it back, pull it back. Okay, oh, cool. So should we move on to increasing our chances? Yes. You're trying. Find a wife. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, or a partner. One night stand. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we do not recommend that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's more difficult to like organize the finances about. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> So, look, I think if you're just starting out, yeah, don't overstress every little thing that you could do to improve your chances. 
Look, there's a saying that a lecturer said once to me when I was studying exercise and sports science, and he said, everything in moderation, including moderation. Yeah. Okay, and I, like, I honestly should get that tattooed across my nipples because, like, <laughs> it's the kind of thing that I, like, basically live my life to and I want to be able to see him. Um, but essentially, for a bloke, are there any, is there anything that you did to optimise your chances? Because there's a couple of things I did, but I was just interested. Like, we didn't talk about this when it was happening. Yeah, no, we... Um we obviously weren't at that stage of really trying yet. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I hadn't Mr. really... Fast cons- and Loose. Yeah, exactly. Well, something to be Mr. said for Golden the end of the didn't you? Hey? <laughs> what did you say? I said Mr. Golden Bullet. Oh, Mr. Golden yeah. Bullet. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, yeah, so, no, we hadn't had to try Yeah. to... Um, Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you hadn't like you hadn't really gotten to that point. So like we obviously after the miscarriage and then uh, we started trying again. And as time extended, like I think we got more and more anal. So uh, well, no, not anal. That was you won't get babies <laughs> that way. Um, but we started like being more sort of like worried about what we were doing, eating, all that kind of stuff, exercising, which are all good things to do. I took men of it. Right. All right. Uh, which is, uh, look, our obstetrician said it was a good thing to do. Yeah. All right. So it has, it's like a multivitamin that is supposed to optimize sperm health. All right. And I couldn't say no to that. I want the healthiest sperm out there. Yeah, exactly. Um, and Renee was on Elevit. Yeah. Okay. Now the thing is like once we'd conceived, I just like <laughs> threw Stop the Elevit out. Yeah. Once again, like being a bloke just got like, I just went straight back to normal. But Renee kept up with the uh, Elevit. Yep. So like those multivitamins uh, or vitamins, however you say it, uh, that's another one of my South African accent things. Do you say yeah, vitamin you or vitamin? Vitamin. I say vitamin. Like there you weirdo. go. But anyways, those multivitamins, uh, they have like folic acid, like antioxidants, and they are recommended to, to sort of optimise your chances and yep. also baby's health. So that's and, why. Um, yeah, obviously talk to your healthcare professional. Oh, yeah, don't before... listen to two podcasters, no. two men podcasters talking about no, what uh, pregnancy multivitamins to take. But from a bloke's point of view, like it's not unlikely that you... And it can't hurt. It's all natural minerals yeah. from a guy's point of view. like Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Um, you might have to go down to the shops to get it for your wife, so you may as well know what it is. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so anything else? Oh, look, from a bloke's point of view, uh, just better health chat is like you've got to inspect the boys, yep. all right? You should be fairly familiar with the area, all right? Once you've reached, tw- like, from the age of about maybe 12, 12 yep. you, you become very familiar. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. So you'll notice if there's any untoward changes. But, like, when you shower, honestly, you need to sort of, like, check your testicles. Yep. Like, our time frame, right, is – or at the age that we are now, we're more likely to – we're more at risk of testicular cancer. And as you get older, it becomes prostate cancer. Right. Yeah. Um, so like, obviously it is a good thing just to like, you don't have to do anything crazy. Just have a look at them, make sure that they shape staying the same. Yeah. Right. Don't know what to do. Bring a friend in, get them to have a look. <laughs> <laughs> Ask him, mate. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there's a few other things. So that obviously that's there. Cause you want to know that you're actually producing the right things. If you've got any issues, go to your GP. Yeah. hundred percent. Couple of things that I'm pretty, um, strong or I was pretty strong on for myself was like managing weight. Yes. So I yep. lost a bit of weight. Um, not that I was like an overly hefty rig at that point, but I started exercising a lot cause there's some good evidence out there about, uh, like exercise and sperm health. Yeah. All right. Um, and then the other thing too that people don't talk about because it comes down to like sleep hygiene a bit here. What do you what do you sleep in by the way? Undies, like just your straight up tidy whities briefs or something. It's briefs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you didn't strike me as a tidy whitey kind <laughs> no, of guy. Not quite. <laughs> um, so the the Mayo Clinic right, uh, right made a publication on sperm health. 
which yeah. is the best clinic name That's to be awesome. talking about sperm health. Mayo Clinic is uh, like a, a very well-known hospital that does a lot of research, so it's not just um, – I was almost about to say it's, it's not a backyard a, It's clinic. not a spoof. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, no, it's like it's fairly legit information. Um, and they sort of talk about uh, not wearing like undies to bed. Right. right? So that – like what they say is, so I, I wear just like boxes if that. Yeah, gotcha. Or, or like. Loose uh, boxes. Loose boxes yeah, are like yeah. old sport shorts I often yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, which can be a bit annoying with washing because like you just got to wash them all the time, but you do that with undies anyway. So, But the whole yeah, sort true. of thing, like, so anatomically speaking, like, you know how I said we're all quite familiar with testicles, right? They are carried outside of the body, right, for a reason. They're yeah. in a sack. And if you've ever had the opportunity to just watch them do their thing. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Have you ever inspected? <laughs> <laughs> Not for a long time. Yeah, well, you really like if you ever forget to take your phone into the toilet. You know how like usually like looking at yeah, TikToks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Try this instead. Just have a watch and see how they behave. You'll find they actually move. Yeah, of course. Of their own accord, and there's a reason for that. There's the smooth muscle in there is making them move uh, towards and away from the body because yep. it's all temperature management. So if it's too hot, right, the sperm doesn't develop properly, right, and that's why you notice when it's a hot day. Right, it's a little bit more closer to the knees. Closer to the yeah. knees, and when it's uh, a cold day, it's closer to the chin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Anyway, so um, look, I mean, it, you can always go get tests and stuff like that. But when we were struggling, I say I say struggling. We weren't actually struggling, but we were stressing. So we thought we were struggling. We yeah. went to big a, difference. Yeah, we went to an obstetrician for Renee to kind of get checked out. Um, not the one that delivered. It was actually a different one, um, but. They it was about three or four months in, and they actually said like, "There's no need for you to be here. It is not like if you're trying, it can take it can take time." Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And how? Sorry, I might have missed it at the start. How long did it take you guys to get pregnant? The second time around. Uh, the second time round, I think it was about seven or eight months. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, but- possibly. Yeah, look, that's ballpark. It may have even been a little bit longer than that. Yeah. Because, like, our neighbour who's, like, good friends of ours, they conceived roughly at the same time. Right. Not same place, but same time um, that we did with <laughs> our first pregnancy. Yeah. Um, and so I think we were pregnant by the time her kid was born. I yeah. I think. I could okay. be slightly wrong. But so you've got to remember that's, like, seven or eight opportunities. Yeah, like it's I know. Not, it's crazy, It's not yeah. like it's, you know... Seven months of trying. Yes, it's yeah. seven days yeah. of trying. Yeah. Or at most 14 days. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, obviously you start stressing then, but... Yeah. Well, you did start stressing well, there then, no but there's to, no real need. Yeah. yeah. We're just getting in our own heads and stuff like exactly, that. And yeah. Like, yeah. I think one of the things, so when you start to get in your own head, like when we fell, I think I said this before, but we were like, we'd been OTP on the piss when we, yeah. when we fell pregnant. I think there's a lot to say for like managing stress. hundred percent. So do whatever you can to manage stress. Exercise really helps with that. Talk to your partner about what she needs to do to manage stress as well. Yep. Agreed. Um, yeah. All right. <clears throat> what, what, uh, oh yeah. I've also got down here. So like, um, <laughs> keep away from a sauna, hot tub, uh, hot tub. Hot tub uh, and like a hot laptop. I don't know if you ever had like a laptop on your lap where it belongs. Oh yeah, right? but it gets quite hot underneath. Yeah, so uh, avoid that if you're a bloke. Yeah, just on the you know keeping the boys cool. Oh yeah. So there's a theory out there. Yeah. That if you are an athlete. Yeah. And you have a warmer body temperature from more of the day because yeah. you're active, you're more likely to have a female daughter. Okay, if it's warmer, you're more likely to have a female. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> where does this come from? I don't know. It's all anecdotal. Okay, right. But 
you know, go search a sports team with their children. Yeah. And you'll see that a lot of them have so, daughters. Okay. So now do you think, I mean, David Beckham, mm-hmm. he's got more boys than, so obviously he's just a shit athlete, doesn't doesn't work yeah, hard exactly. enough. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he's a legend. Um, but the other thing that I think about, so is this referring to the body temperature or the climate? Because if it was the Ooh, climate, then question. you'd have like girls, like Africa would just be filled with yeah, girls. Yeah. No, I think it is body temp. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It'd be interesting. We should look into that one and see if we can exactly. substantiate it. But it does I'm sound sure like there's no evidence, <laughs> but it's, uh, it's a yeah. good thing to consider if you're trying to, you know. Ice bath for boys? Yeah. What would you do if you wanted a girl? Uh, go for a run. Yeah. Get Pre- your ki- pre-sesh. Yeah. Get yep. your kid out in the sun. <laughs> <laughs> Warm it up. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, look, if anybody has any experience with this, like, definitely hit us up on uh, the Facebook page. Yep, Drop us a line. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. Now, let's have a little chat about what dads didn't teach us. Let's do it. Did one thing for me. Uh, so, like, we kind of spoke about how, like, organizing uh, finances and stuff was good. The other thing is anything you own should have a place to go mm. because – now, a lot of people like harden themselves when their house gets messy when they have a kid. Um, but like mess is totally cool. Okay. But if you know that every bit of mess in your house has got a place to go to, it's just not nowhere near as stressful. Yep. Like, no, I hate having to clean up and like finding places yes. for things. Yeah. Right. And like we're in my home office at the moment. And what I can see in my home office <laughs> on the piano in my home office is a pair of goggles a calculator behind you on the day bed is a Roomba. Yep. <laughs> um, all of these things don't have a place. A guitar. Uh, a guitar. <laughs> oh, the guitar's out. A, a duster. Reason. A duster. Yeah. Whiteboard pens. <laughs> <laughs> so it sounds like I live in an absolute pigsty. Yeah, do as I say. You're <laughs> yeah, a great dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, do as I say, not as I do. I think that's the classic one. But this is my point. Like, this room frustrates me. This yeah. room out of anything frustrates me the most. And it's where I'm supposed to be productive. Yeah. So all I can say is, like, you know, you don't need to be a neat freak. Although, no. like, I envy neat freaks, say, because I'm, like, quite creative, uh, chaotic. So right. I throw back to the first potty when I was talking about lawn chat, right? I was, like, real brief about it. I was, like, keep it brief because otherwise I'd chat about it for ages because yeah. I love lawn. Um, but when I was first getting into, like, striping the old girl up, uh, not getting my wife pregnant, I mean, like, mowing the lawn. Your lawn, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I modified a lawnmower to have a roller. So I went down to Bunnings. I bought, like, a big PVC pipe, filled that up with concrete, put brackets and, like, engine and all that, blah, blah, blah. So that that would roll the, the lawn to get the stripes in it. But obviously when I had the PVC pipe, I had to cut it down to the right size and I had spare left over. So in my weirdo mind, where I organized it in the shed was under lawn mowing. And then when I had my wife come in to give me a hand to like um, clean yeah. the shed up because for some reason it was really difficult to move around in there, um, <laughs> she was like, she looked, at, she's like, what are you doing? And like it was at that, at that point I realized like it should probably be filed with the plumbing, plumbing stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. so yeah, essentially like keep your house like just make sure everything you've got's got a place. That's yeah. way easier to say than keep it tidy because you don't need to keep it tidy. No, but if everything's got a place and you can just run through and put everything in its rightful place. Because it's probably more hectic for you with a uh, twenty a toddler running around. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, I've been to your house and like I don't even know where she's got half the stuff. No, actually, no. Ha- 
had my brother's kid over the other day um, and like obviously it was a bit carnage because he's got two kids and like we had our kid and it was just everyone lots of people around there and I turned around and like Marty's youngest who's like rough of the age of your youngest is like running through with the um, the bug spray yeah. <laughs> my brother like freaked out grabbed it like washed his hands and oh, stuff no. uh, so yeah obviously but once again I'd left that somewhere unusual like in yep. the hallway or something like that yeah and I agree with you like every everything needs a spot yeah but and like organize it pre-baby if you can yes um but then once baby's there don't stress about it yeah it's on the ground who cares yeah you'll you'll pick it up later you put it in its spot completely agree and i think like there is a bit of a thing that's like don't sweat the small stuff and like you know my calculator on my piano in my exactly it's a small thing which is why it's been there for three months (laughs) 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 oh i love it all right so moving to dad hack of the day yeah so, Happy New Year, John. Oh, Happy 2024, New Year, mate. mate. Oh, Jesus. This is our second recording of this bloody yeah, podcast. We, we didn't start off by saying <laughs> Happy New Year. But anyways, at the time of recording, it's the new year. It is the new year. Yeah. So, very topical. Everyone's sort of setting New Year's resolutions and setting their goals. Yeah. Um, and look, it takes about two to four weeks before everyone sort of drops off. Yeah. Like, you go to gym now. It's, it's packed, that. right? And then yeah. you go in February and it's just normal again. Oh, don't you hate going to the gym at, like, New Year's? Oh, it's the worst. Yeah. Yeah, it's shocking. But um, look, that's because people are relying on motivation. They're yeah. not relying on their systems. Yeah. Right? So a typical engineer needs to have his processes <laughs> and systems in place. Yeah. So yeah. just a bit of a tip for your goal setting yeah. is to write it down. So yes. just writing your goal down, whether it's in a journal, yeah. on a whiteboard, on your fridge, whatever, yeah. increases your chances of achieving that goal by 75%. Okay. Which is huge. That's good stats. Yeah. Yeah. And then- I'll take those odds. Yeah, to get it up to ninety five percent, yeah, you tell someone. <laughs> but I, you need you need to get that person to check in with you. I can see what's happening here. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, write it down. Get an accountability partner who's yeah. going to check in with you, and also follow smart goals. Okay, I'm sure everyone's heard of smart goals before. Not me. I'm sure you have, but it's S for specific. Okay. Should we use a goal? Yeah, okay. As an example. Yeah, okay. Well, how about I'll be your accountability partner. Yeah. All right. So okay. what's what's your goals? So my we'll just use one. My goal is to run the Gold Coast half marathon this year. Nice. In sub two hours. Oh, that's so big. a huge goal, right? <laughs> yeah, that is a big goal. It's a stretch goal. Good. No, I'm sure you can make it. It's possible, but it's it's gonna be difficult. When so you ran the other day, you did like a practice run. Like I know you weren't like yeah. going full pelt or whatever. What was the time you did your twenty one k? I was just sub two and a half. So a bit of over, work to do. Yeah, but I mean over twenty one K is like it's only like Minute twenty know. off each K. <laughs> okay, yeah, so it's a fair whack. Yeah. But still you're out there, you're giving it a go. Exactly. So uh, back to smart goals. So yeah. it's got to be specific. So it's a half marathon. Yeah. And I've got a time frame. Yeah. So that's specific. If you were to say you just want to lose weight. Yeah. That's not specific, right? Yeah. Okay. Cruise. That could be one kilo. So could be muscle mass. Could be fat. Could be you get a haircut. You my, don't know, right? Yeah. Yeah. My um. <laughs> so my New Year's resolution to have my tits jiggle less when I brush my teeth. <laughs> Is that specific enough? Or oh, <laughs> depends. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. So I'll have you keep me accountable for that. So like we'll do a dry run now, go brush my teeth yeah, without exactly. a shirt on, you can watch. Yeah, I'll just I'll I'll record you it and we can see <laughs> if you improve. A couple of months' time you can tell me if I've done a good job. Yeah. So moving on to M, it's measurable. Yeah. So you need to be able to measure it. Yeah. So if you were to lose five kilos, you can easily measure that with a scale. Yeah. Right? Okay. And mine's time frame, so I can measure whether I've achieved it. Yeah. 
and whether I've done it in sub two hours. Yeah, okay. Uh, it's got to be achievable. Okay. So it can't just be something ridiculously unrealistic. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, mine's probably a stretch goal, but it's, yeah. it can be done. I'm a fan of a stretch goal, though. Yeah, definitely. You shoot, don't want to shoot for the stars. Exactly. If you'll land on the moon, mate. Land on the moon. Is <laughs> what it is. Yeah. Uh, what uh, a cliche. But yeah, look, I mean, I am down with that. Like if you're committed to like give it a go. So I know it's like having smaller achievable goals is good. And that's why I kind of like writing this down. Yeah. Like if you write down <clears> the <throat> achievable steps. Um, do you have any other ones, by the way? Like so there's a half mara. Uh, anything about being a good father or anything like that in there? Or Oh, I do want to read some more, um, more books on parenting. Oh, but true. I haven't actually specified an exact goal yet. Yeah. But yeah, me and me and Bri are gonna do our goal setting session later nice. later today. Yeah. That's so good. I'm gonna see if I can get that done with my wife. She's not usually one for these like sort of like that kind of thing. She's yeah, I very think I'll be of- dragging Bri into it. <laughs> <laughs> my wife is like really spontaneous and like it almost feels like anything planned pulls the joy out of it. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. um, for her a little bit. Um, but I mean, like when you're setting goals and stuff to like just keep moving forward, like it's like, you kind of have to do it. Yeah, um, yeah you don't need right. to make it a big event. So I'll keep all you right. accountable for your half mara. Yeah, let's just quickly finish smart. So yep. R is relevant. Yep. So um, you can't just set a goal that's not relevant to your life. So I can't just set a goal that I'm going to win the half marathon. Yes. When there's people who have been running half marathons for years, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's probably more achievable. Uh, relevance more like um, if you're going to do a bodybuilding contest Yeah. and you're trying to gain all this weight, you don't then say, oh, I want to lose five kilos. That's not relevant oh, yeah, yeah. I got to you. your goal, right? And then the last one's T, which is time bound. So... Um, you've got to have a time frame that you need to achieve it in. Yeah. Or else your goal will last forever, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. true. And it, yeah, you need to, like, this is the thing. So when you and I, before we were doing the podcasting, like, we would do triathlons, like many triathlons, not real ones. Yeah. Like swim in a paddling pool and yeah, <laughs> yeah. run to the fridge. Um, essentially, like, we'd train for that. And I, I don't know about you, but I found, like, when we were training for that, knowing that it was upcoming. Yeah. Because, like, the first one that we did, like, I – it was a real small one. It was, like, an enticer, they call it. And we had to swim, like, 300 metres. And, like, I've got, like – like in, in my life, I've surfed before, right? <laughs> and that made me feel like I would be completely ready to do an endurance swim. I mean, as much as a 300-metre thing is an endurance swim. Yeah. Anaerobic Fuck workout. me. I died. Halfway through, like, I'm just on my back, like, flopping around, like, <laughs> you know, a half-dead fish. And, like, oh, I don't know where I'm going because I'm not looking where I was. And, like, all I could see was, like, the uh, lifeguard on his like um, little floaty thing yeah, like, right. <laughs> watching me just <laughs> expecting me to go under oh god but yeah so knowing after that like when we did the next one after that like I did like infinitely better yeah. than what I did because I had like this goal to specifically work for and I had a bit of like I knew what was relevant then too like I knew like swimming was something I had to really yeah, work on yeah. um, but that's good so I mean apart from the uh, reduction in tit jiggling um, I have a couple of other ones so one of them is by the end of the year, I want to be able to do a proper muscle up. Ooh. Okay. Now I say that it's like when I was younger, I could do muscle ups, like yeah. shitty CrossFit, like kipping, not a real muscle up, just flailing around on a yeah, bar yeah. kind of muscle up, but I could at least do it. 
Um, admittedly, I think I was like 74 kilos in and I'm like <laughs> at least 94 at the moment. <laughs> so, well, you know, it, if your tits stop jiggling, you might be able to do it. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. So the whole thing is like the tit jiggling thing, that's going to be a resultant of being able exactly, to, like, yeah, to yeah. build all that kind of stuff. So, so those goals are relevant to each yeah. other. Yeah. I do. I wouldn't mind doing a half marrow as well, but I just don't know if the Gold Coast half marrow is going to be like, in t- like I'll be in time for that and there'll be no way I'll be doing that under two hours if I do it. But the other thing is like I want to put as much money in investing as possible. Yeah. And that's probably a goal that I need to actually like set out. Um, but once again, like that, it'll be so good maybe like once we've done these goals to like potentially do podcasts on like personal finance as well. Definitely. We'll, we'll yeah. get through the we'll pregnancy do phase yeah. and, then go, and then go into that. Yeah, 100%. Um, but yeah, so. You won't uh, be able to shut us up on that one. What's that? You won't be able to shut us up on yeah. that one. Oh, <laughs> that'll be like a 10-hour podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like <laughs> rambling. Yeah. Um, we'll have to, what we should try and do is actually get a guest on for that one if we can. Yeah, because we're not experts at all. No, no promises um, because we're in my calculator slash uh, piano room uh, <laughs> doing this podcast, but hopefully we can find someone who is an expert that can count past 10 um, to be able to help us with that. Um, apart from that, the other thing is I want to, like, I love the idea of like business. That's part of the reason like, I enjoy this podcast too, but like um, I want to launch my sunglasses uh, brand. Right. Um, so that's- I've seen them. They're pretty good. Yeah, but it's lofty, right? Like all you've seen is like the product that I'm deciding whether or not I'm going to use and like yeah. I'm doing like the brand work. Like <clears> there's so much like stuff behind, like I actually need to set it out, as you say, because otherwise I'll, it'll just get lost in the wind. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, that's about me. So you be my accountability partner. Yep. Um, we'll check in at the end of 2024. See how we went. Yeah. We'll sound bite this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have like the 10th business you've started for the year. <laughs> I know. Lawn mowing business. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's classic. Well, I don't know about you, but I've had enough. Yeah. Second time doing it. It's good. Yeah, and we're, not, we're not, not going to record another one today, are we? <laughs> <laughs> not happening. Okay, so if you have enjoyed today, um, then definitely jump onto wherever your potty trained. <laughs> That's such a good joke. <laughs> I love it. I, I've had to, look, I just had to crowbar it in there. That is classic. That's a great joke. I'm very proud of myself. But either way, wherever you listen to your podcast, make sure you hit the follow. Yep. Uh, give us a review. Yep. Any uh, review is good. Yep. Obviously, we prefer five stars, but if you've got some good um, feedback... Oh, yeah, feedback for Still sure. Still do a review? Yeah, yeah. If you've got things you want us to talk about too, we've got a Facebook page, which is uh, Call Me Daddy Podcast. Yeah. So go on there, drop us a drop us a link, uh, let us know what you want us to talk about, uh, and we'll go from there. Yeah. And have some fun. Sounds good. See you on the next one. Bye. Catch up. Bye. <laughs>